Hey listeners, Ginger here, and just wanted to drop a quick reminder that we have a wonderful merch store powered by Slaker Merch. You go to slakermerch.com slash collections slash ginger talks, you can find our wonderful merch. Whether you want stickers, a comfortable plush hoodie, or just a nice t-shirt, maybe says a little golden tat on there, make sure you go check out the merch store. Thank you so much for all of your unending support, and we appreciate you. Now go get your merch. Confuse your friends and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Ginger Talks Podcast with Ginger Snap 67 and Druid Knowledge. And now, here's Ginger. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Ginger Talks Podcast, season four. Holy shit, we're starting there. My name is Ginger Snaps, and joining me, as always, Druid Knowledge. Druid, how the hell are you, buddy? My God, uh, being on this end of an emotional Catherine wheel, one can only think that the sparks fly and where sparks fly, energy hits. And here we go in a, a tour de force of a season opener because it's something we thought would never happen. Dude, I'm so excited. Like It's, it's getting a spying of like a real... Mythical beauty. Yes. One, I, I get to raise my horizon with this beauty every day. And I Aww. think that I, to share that blessing with you, the listener, and you, Ginger, what a privilege. Uh, fan, fantastic. And she's blushing now. Ginger, <laughs> please uh, give the rights and proper introductions to a, to a real one. So our guest for this opening of season four is the wonderful Mrs. Knowledge. And I'm so excited. Mm. <laughs> I'm a big, <laughs> I'm a big nerd. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you sound like you said that, like, whilst hiding behind your, like, curds. And I blank. think I said it a bit like, like, 40% Mr. Bean. I think oh. I said that. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello, what, everyone. <laughs> what, a, what an entrance. <laughs> oh, Not my gosh. Me. So, I guess, so my first question to you is, the podcast has been going for a, a little while. As you can hear, we're on season four. Yeah. So, I want to know... Can we use your, like, first name? Well, that's the first part of this question. I think we have anyway. So, yeah, Sam. You have, you, yeah, you have before, I think. So, yeah. Sam, Mrs. Knowledge has a name outside of, like, the Knowledge family. So, it's Sam. I do yeah. like that name, though, as well. <laughs> I'm so glad you do. <laughs> I am. Um, so, my question, so th- that kind of answers my question. Like, how do you feel about... Finding out, like, after this podcast came out, like, how do you feel finding out that you were going under the moniker Mrs. Knowledge? That's um, how people know you that listen to the show. Um, it's, I don't know, it's a little bit of a shock, but what? I quite like the name now I've come round to it. So, yeah, I think it's quite <laughs> fitting. I'm not going to lie. I, I am knowledgeable, so. So what you're saying is heavy, heavy... 
Have you lost the head that wears the crown? Yeah, so I think I should start using it just in life. Mrs. Yeah. Knowledge. <laughs> Do it. Oh, she's here. Mrs. Knowledge is Mrs. here. Mrs. Knowledge is here. <laughs> Mrs. Knowledge is here. Yeah. Oh, shit. So uh, as a teacher, I wish... My like, alter ego. As a teacher, yeah. I wish that all the kids call me Mr. Knowledge, right? Yeah. Because... You're a teacher. Well, I'd say my surname, but I think that probably be a bridge too far for the podcast but i'll 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 say that it sounds a bit like it sounds a bit like a rude part of your body yeah so to me so (laughs) yeah you're not meant to to agree there's no denial what what no uh, uh, all right i'll see how it is so like here we are season four you're too big for your booty come up it's a balboa story for you right now that's fine. Listen, I am here for this. I'm so excited. Uh, <clears throat> just because, well, let, let's be real here. We've had your cousin, my brother, my ex-wife, who's still one of my best friends. Like, it's only fitting that we get somebody else who knows you as well as, like, my ex-wife knows me and can give you mm. shit. And, like, yeah, I'm here yeah. for it. So, Sam, and uh, should should God allow it, Mrs. Knowledge, are you ready to uh, throw me under the bus tonight? I don't know. <laughs> if the occasion calls for it, I won't do it. Higgledy, piggledy. But if the occasion calls for it, then maybe. Not a bus. Maybe, like, a car or... <laughs> Not a full-on bus, that is too much. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but maybe a car. You could recover from that. Yeah, so. You can recover from a bus, but I'm, I get yeah, I think significantly less people recover from that, though, surely. <laughs> True. Surely. I don't know, but I'm just guessing. Statistically. I would what? feel like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it seems You're right. big, much bigger. People do say you can walk in front of a bus. Yeah. And that's the end of everything. That's yeah, that's the thing people go to, yeah, the bus. Whereas car, you might just break a leg. Yeah. What so if you stand if you get run over by a car, you might work in the theatre. Yeah. 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 That was such a bad joke. That's okay. You were both just like Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, great. And this is Yeah, I think you bring that out in me. The that the I I understand how terrible these jokes are, and this <laughs> this podcast has like risen me up to a pedestal where I feel I can just make them any time. Wow! So there's a there's a, a bit of a push and pull there, mm. Mm. and then to have you on it is like inception right now. So I don't know, I actually know what to say. So. Aww. Just say you're happy she's here. Yeah. Let me get in. It's not that hard, is it? I've never been. I've never. I've never been happier. Sam, I've never been happier in my life. Uh, Life. As I am with you here right now. Gosh. Oh my god. I feel that way every minute of every day. Oh wow. Holy shit! This is adorable, and I can't. I can't. Wow. Oh my god. 
Uh, so how, let me, I'm gonna, <laughs> let me be uh, nosy. So how long have you guys been together? Um, just over five years. It is, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Just over five oh, years now. Yeah. yeah been together. Quite a while, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Like, when you, we're both, <laughs> I'm pretty much all saying this, but by the time this comes out, you'll be 30 as well. Oh, yeah. So, like, when you <laughs> think that yeah, bad. It's okay. Not, it, okay. Yeah, yo. <laughs> It's but, a bit daunting from this side of 30, but no, I think I once I'm there, I'll be fine. <laughs> what I'm saying is, that, like, a chunk of our lives, I'd say, like, the most significant years in terms of, like, deciding who you're going to become as a person, maybe outside of your, uh, like, adolescent self. Like, you get to 30, you do get a bit, like, up. Who am I right now? Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. You start to ask that question. So like, a mini crisis. Yeah, because I a think, gentle crisis. I think you get More this gentle. like you between your young self and your like adult self. There's this kind of like, oh, I'm becoming an adult kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we went through the end of that together, which is a guess like big thing. Yeah, well, there's there's a shift that happens, and like sometimes I forget that that shift has happened for me, and I like try to like recalibrate. But like, I forget that I'm not in my twenties anymore. I'm not like twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight. Like I'm there's there's a shift into okay, I'm in my thirties. Like there's nothing saying I can't still be a chaos gremlin. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Just, I think that as well. Yeah. Like there's Just nothing we want, yeah, yeah. There's nothing stopping me from that, but also there's the, like the reminders of like, oh, I'm 31, and like doing the things, and okay, yep, I have aged some. Yeah, mm. my brain still is just like, no, <laughs> be young and dumb. Yeah, yeah, uh, okay, a yeah, hundred percent, and, and <laughs> this is going like stupidly deep early on which is just oh. not what i like envision but like i think what you do is that you you look at your parents right and what they were like at your age and they just seemed like they were uh maybe way further along than you are now at yeah. this point in your life my mom had three yeah. kids by the time yeah. she was 30 yeah Holy exactly shit. yeah yeah i know yeah and here here we are like recording a podcast you guys bought a house like yeah y- um, y'all doing the real grown-up shit out there oh yeah we just about managed it by the skin of our teeth didn't we last year yeah we did we've uh, been here for about six months now and there was a long process trying to get the hardest part for us was trying to get a mortgage because mm. we just didn't think we'd be able to because You'd not long started a new job, and I'm self-employed, which they really don't look that kindly upon. No, it took don't. us months to took us months and months then to find a mortgage. It was really stressful. We didn't think we'd be able to get the house, but but we managed in the end. And do, you, do you know what's funny about this is that that that's like the the real thread through 
that the listeners didn't get when I was making fart jokes the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it did feature on the show when we moved in. Yeah. At the beginning of last season. And I I actually think when we started the podcast, it was funny because would I'd have to break because you'd hear fights outside of the yeah. window. You remember that? And the car alarms yeah. going off. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll never forget the time the fire department like oh my came God. into the house right after recording. That was yeah awful yeah it it's wild how things change and and like they move and i think it was the last recording that we did we could hear ever so faintly occasionally sam in the background just like (laughs) just like working on something in the house like oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah with when we were with Jack last episode, we could uh, hear you. You sand, We we had a little debate. You were sanding the balustrade. Yeah, yes, yeah, I was. Uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> and there was, <laughs> and there was the shock that I knew what a balustrade was. Yeah, yeah we, we had that debate yeah. ahead of time. I didn't know and, what to call it. I was just calling it like the landing thingy for ages, <laughs> and we we googled <laughs> it. I, I I I can already hear Tim wrenching this part of the episode where we discuss the definition of a balustrade two episodes in a row. You know, I did a really good job on the balustrade anyway. Yeah, she deserves that pride. Well, and yeah, like it's really good now. <laughs> you guys, right? So. Well, and that's the thing. It's your house. You can make it whatever you want and you have your own garden and you can do, you know, you, you have this space that's yours. And that makes me so freaking happy. I've been thinking a lot about like my own space recently. So (laughs) I love it. I love it. It makes me so happy. Hello. Hello. She's back. Okay. Hi. Hello. Did you did you meet again? No, I was talking. Oh my god. Oh, no, oh, I those. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, you just went <laughs> went quiet. What were you saying? Oh. I uh I was just saying that it's you guys have your own home. You can make it whatever you want. It's yours. It's your mm-hmm. thing. You have your own garden and you guys can just make this space yours. And I've been thinking a lot about that kind of stuff recently. Yeah. Um because like yeah, we are really enjoying that part of it. Oh, you are. You're you're a visionary. Yeah, just uh, like putting your stamp on it and things that you've been that you like at the back of your mind you've been thinking of for years <clears throat> without even really realizing. And then you just actually putting that into real life is so satisfying. Yeah, mm, yeah. Uh, for me, watching you put that together, I love that. I think you're. <laughs> <laughs> I realise I'm making it sound like uh, I'm just an asshole. Right? And, no. But, no, I love, I love your vision. Thank you. Well, I'm and <laughs> like, it's crazy because I'm sitting here thinking about like all of the things that I own. Because I, Sam, I don't know if you know, but I share an apartment with a roommate. Mm-hmm. But I do almost everything in my bedroom, bathroom, and closet. So my desk is right next to my bed. Mm -hmm. And 
I every stitch of content that I create happens in this room. Wow, yeah. And I when I was working from home, I worked out of this room. Like I, everything is in this small space. And I like I would say it's maybe 300 square feet. Mm-hmm. And so like when I eventually move out on my own, I don't have a a couch. I don't have a full kitchen mm-hmm. set of like supplies and utensils. Like Yeah, yeah. How daunting it is to move yeah, into a diet. That, yeah. yeah, that's an interesting concept, right? Like how you know how much of a tortoiseshell do you have to wear in a certain kind of lifestyle, right? Yeah. Um. I'm, what am I trying to ask? I don't like, know. <laughs> Are you going to say no, something? I can't tell. I, 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 like, I just had like the greatest soundbite of all time and I lost it like, last minute. <laughs> oh, no. So, like, welcome to the podcast, uh, Sam. Would you prefer Mrs. Knowledge? I don't know. I don't mind. You're in the duration of the podcast. I don't know. I, don't I, know. I know something that you guys both know. Oh. And that is... Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's only the greatest musical of all time. Mm. Right? Yeah. We, both, we all agree. Yeah. Yes. So on a scale of one to ten, I'm going to go around the room. How much do you recommend to, that all our listeners listen this upcoming Lent? I mean. Or watch Jesus Christ Superstar. What out of ten? What do you mean? Like, <laughs> how how far does your recommendation go? Oh, I really recommend it. Yeah, twelve out of ten. Twelve yeah. out of ten. Yeah, we did absolutely. A- it's a once in a lifetime experience to watch. Which one is nineteen seventy one original motion picture? That's the one we watch, isn't it? Nineteen seventy one. Where are you getting that number from? Oh, I think it's nineteen seventy one or seventy three. Like that. Why? It's one of those years. Yeah, one of the two. The original motion picture with Ted Neely and Carl Anderson. (laughs) Seventy-three. Seventy-three. Yo, that's not bad. Thank you. Yeah. You were like seventy-one, and then you were seventy-three. Yeah. Um, we did a like a little watch along. Yeah. uh, On Discord, I think we had a few people join few listeners join us mm-hmm. it was uh, so long ago oh my gosh i think that was around the start right it was still lockdown yeah um i guess i'm just taking the opportunity to say it's the greatest musical of all time i think we were getting too bogged down by furniture and not yeah. bogged down <laughs> not bogged down enough by spiritual uh, rock operas, which is uh, Sam, believe it or not, something this podcast is famous like for promoting. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. So well, it's so. Please, please Karen. Karen. No, please. No, 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 no. Whatever you're about to say about Jesus Christ Superstar, we need. Well, to <laughs> so that's not. I was going to say that's not the only rock opera that's been brought up in my circle recently. Oak. Uh, 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 
so let's well uh everybody go watch jesus christ superstar just do it just shut up and do it uh anyway (laughs) just it's goaded yeah just hands down just do it Uh, yeah we don't hear any excuses just there's no no reason jesus christ superstar you'll never you'll never look at judas the same again (laughs) nope Uh, well, because then we had a nice spirited debate about Jared Leto <laughs> after we watched Jesus Christ Superstar. Uh, mm-hmm. We talked about Jared Leto and just how freaking insane he is. Uh, the 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 have you seen that Sam? And uh, now who's he play? Jar- no, he's oh. not in. You know who Jared Jared Leto is? Yeah, I thought he was in it, wasn't he in one? No, he. So Jared Leto did his own. Um, Cult. And this this is the thread, right? You know who's in that band, Thirty Seconds to Mars. Mm. So, what was it called again? The the Thirty Seconds to Mars Weekender. Um, it was like a getaway trip. And if you look at all the photos, it's actor and singer Jared Leto in a white robe with long hair and a beard, with about yeah. five hundred people also wearing white following mm-hmm. him. And this is a, like well, an started, emo band. Started his own cult in Croatia. Yeah, in Croatia, of all <laughs> places. Wow. I mean, if you're going to start a cult, do it in Croatia. It, uh, fun fact about Croatia: uh, the the water smells like sulfur because the water, the the sea is sulfurous. So very good if you've got a little bit of joint problems. Huh. I did not know that. <laughs> Fun Croatia fact. The more it. you know. Yeah, I can dig it. I'm into it. So uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get the I, Jared Leto. Uh, Jared Leto Weekend, is that what it's called? Um, the Cult of Jared Leto. Uh, well, okay, here we go. Look at this photo. It's Singer. crazy. Oh my god! And that's just uh, thirty seconds to Mars fans. Have you ever heard that band? They're like the emo U two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I... <laughs> what a concept, right? And yeah. I loved, loved thirty seconds to Mars. I did. No, I yeah, no, I was. Remember, I have questionable music taste from my teen years. It's fine. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Uh, Tim actively apologized to me recently for how much he influenced my musical taste. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like because like Tim's Tim's spirit animal, Sam. In case you don't know, is mm-hmm. like a like a red like frat cup with <laughs> with like a fringe on it, a slight fringe. Right. So- so a comparison that is frequently made about Tim and Tim, I'm sorry, you can you can do whatever you want with this segment. Um, it, he's like a chill version of Jack Black, where Jack Black is fun and bouncy and exciting. And Tim can definitely be that. <laughs> that Tim is, is so like true. when Jack Black is just a little high on that, like Indica blend. And he's just like chilled out and vibing that is tim 95 percent of the time 
Wow. But then you get him on stage, you get him around people, and he's like wacky and zany, and like that's uh, that's just him. Yeah, that, that is that is what so a like thing to be said about you. That is so right. strangely true. You know when Jack Black is like, he either goes, he, he's got like two settings. He either goes like, it's a prick of just a nature, or he goes, it's a bigger destiny, dude. Mm. He's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those yeah. are like you're like Jack to black. Yeah, uh, like back in Jack. Ninety five percent of the time, he's the chill, chilled out. Like, but then the rest of the time, it's that like zany, kooky, wacky. Like, and but he influenced my musical taste so much growing up because he's my older brother. He's older than me by six years. Mm. So like. We spent um, a fair amount of time, like, in each other's, like, presence. And, like, as I'm starting to develop my own, like, taste in everything, Tim is, in, is like, high school. He's working at, a like, a, a cafe diner place, like, doing his thing in bands, playing music. And I'm the annoying one who's just, like, I want to listen to these specific songs because my big brother thinks they're cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's listening to like, uh, Papa Roach saying, you're not cool enough to be in my gang. He's like, I'm losing my sight. Tim wasn't really a Papa Roach guy. Tim was a Slipknot guy. Uh, I was the Papa Roach. Uh, Tim. Were uh, you? Yeah, I was I was the Papa Roach kid um, because I was going through some shit. Uh, oh my but God. well, and it's funny now because Tim has been recommending me music and I've been listening through it. And I say this uh, knowing that I might have to explain it, but I keep getting um, accosted by the mountain goats on my playlist and I need it to like stop hitting me right in the feels every single time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm a little worried, Sam, that this is now going over your head, like a little bit. You know Papa Roach? Um, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. So, Papa Anthony would have listened to it. Right, okay. Cut my hey. life into pieces. Oh, I know that song. Yeah, so that's Papa Roach. Right, okay. Uh, very angsty teen like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Emo, so yeah. sam yeah i think this naturally diverts into a question so what was so for me like there's a picture of me about 11 years old in a my chemical romance shirt with with like the most embarrassing fringe ever and it's made more embarrassing by the fact I've got like a child's arms, I'm like a baby in the photo, I'm like a proper emo. And <laughs> it's 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 like a terrible photo, but that like kind of encaps like encapsulates maybe the most cringy moments of my youth when it came to like being into music like that and being a subculture. Why is that moment for you? Because I don't think we've really broached that. Um, so I don't know what you're asking, like... So, for me, 
like, el- like 11, it was into. 11, 12 years old, there's a photo of me. Yeah, I know, I know. And that's like the pinnacle of teenage embarrassment. I'm looking, I'm not, I'm not frowning into the camera, fully knowing it's probably my mum yeah. taking the photo. But I like, I've got like baby arms. I want to like look tough. And that's like the epitome of like my adolescent embarrassment. Yeah. Because like of being into like rock music and trying to go all the way, oh. I wanted to know what yeah. What's your thing like that? That like I shouldn't have got a nose ring. I shouldn't have dyed my hair. What what was your moment of that? I don't know. I was a pretty just straightforward child to be honest. I didn't like dye my hair or anything. But my most embarrassing to look back on image of me was when I was probably like 13-ish and I just had my little like thick glasses on (laughs) and I had these glasses that they were bench and I thought they were amazing but they were like these thick arms with the bench word cut out (laughs) in black and white so bold on the side of my face And and then I just had braces and and then I wanted to start wearing makeup at school because I, I was very much like a child for a long time. And then I was mm. kind of like, oh, mum, makeup or whatever. And she was like, okay, I'm going to get you these two eyeshadows. And she got me green and blue. <laughs> and oh I would alternate them. And they were just so bright on my eyes. <laughs> and, I just, and I had no other makeup on my face. And just these big glasses. And I, that is my moment. And, I, you know, um, in like the 2000s, 2010s, that little quiff that you would that girls would do like you know no, you, you mean just like pick up the front back, no like no or... no no like you pull back the front of your hair and clip it oh, and like yeah. push it up a little bit yeah. i always used to have my hair like that that is a, oh. I've got a really vivid image of me at that age that is the worst picture of myself i can muster <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. I, I, do you know? I think I, it's the glasses that tip it over. Do you, what? Do you know what song that conjures up for me is like Chelsea Dagger. Yeah. Like, no, da, da, da. no. I, I don't know. I like. I don't think my music was ever really embarrassing. I liked. I kind of liked mainstream music. I would say for the time, but not very much because really my heart was with seventies and eighties music that my mm. mom and my mm. dad used to listen to and then my brothers introduced me to as well. So I kind of like went along with the mainstream music, but really I was listening to older stuff. So I never really stepped into like a big emo phase or anything like mm. that. Mm. Yeah. Cause I was like torn between those two worlds kind of thing. So I never really mm. made it obvious to the outside world. I don't think I don't make a statement. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make a statement about it. Yeah. Release a statement. I think my whole youth was about making statements like as much as possible. Like in a weird yeah. way. You know, and and you you're totally not saying that at the time where you've got like a long fringe and you're spiking your hair at the back and everyone's going, You're a weirdo. And you're like, I'm not. Mm. You totally know you are. Uh, yeah. Mm. Well, and it's funny, you guys say all of this while I have on um, red and black eyeshadow and um, currently black lipstick. Uh, 
Oh, oh wow, great! No, but the no. thing is, is, when you put it all when you put it all together, though, it looks like it. Like it, it looks good. But when you just have on the eyeshadow, oh, I think absolutely. that I think that is what it is. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, for me, the emo photo that I'm referring to, the worst thing about it is, is that I'm clearly like patting down the camera, like some kind of like like I'm in the used or something. But then I've got these like <laughs> little baby arms. I'm like clearly like I'm not past, far past ten. Oh, right. But I was a I was an early bloomer. Yes, yeah, I was a late bloomer. Mmm. So we, we uh, wouldn't have got on. We wouldn't have got on at school. That's so weird. You did. I, think I don't know. I did like emo boys though. I did like the fringe. You would. I wasn't. Hated. I wasn't one of those, but I did like it. You would have hated me at school. <laughs> I, I I I can almost guarantee it. You'd have been like, because I like I found out late. Like a lot of people, like some people, just did not like me. I was gen generally well liked, but some people just thought that like that I wouldn't like want to speak to them. That I was a bit of an asshole. I, like I wasn't at all. Because mm. it turns I, out, like I, having a fringe and like frowning at everyone, no one wants to speak to. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I um, I don't know if my mom knows about this, but in middle school, <laughs> let, let, let just I, well, I just, oh. no, 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 no. No, I want, uh, there's, there's a train of thought that's leading me here. Um, so in middle school, I was bullied fairly relentlessly. Um, so like sixth, seventh, eighth grade. So like early teen years, not preteen, but like the actual like teenage years, I was bullied pretty hard. And then I was, but I was that kid that had like the crazy good hair gel and I would <laughs> spike the front of my hair like crazy. And then I would wash it out before I went home, knowing full well that like my mom probably wouldn't have given a shit. Like I just, just, just there's, there's a, there's a reason behind all of this. (laughs) I was stop it. I'm a, I was a weird kid in school. I was like, I had a like, I never had like a a late bloom, early bloom kind of thing. I was just kind of like there oh and like (laughs) i was always like that weird like i was a little bit of a weird kid and my older sister would say i was a very weird kid uh but it's fine but i like my music was all over the place my style was all over the place like i wanted to be this like scene emo punk kid so bad with none of the trappings Mm. so like it was like cargo pants and like graphic tees but that was the extent of it right and right so you had like none of the rest of the look yeah none of clothes. it yeah and right. when you look at me now i've got you know the crazy hair i wear the crazy makeup and i'm very much just like no i'm going to unash- i'm going to just be unashamed and i'm going to do what i do and it's going to be fine and mm. nobody's going to care or say anything. Yeah. And, right. 
That, like but, but you've made it. Yeah, I I am unabashedly me, and I think that uh, I finally bloomed into the person I'm supposed to be mm. at fucking thirty years old. Yeah, love that for you. But I think that like circles back like perfectly to what we said at the start is that the these are kind of the years where you're like oh you're not figuring yourself out as yeah. much you like this is who i am yeah right and so I like think, yeah 100 percent. you're like i'm gonna wear the fucking shit like mm-hmm. whatever middle school and high school me would be all like damn look at this bitch she's doing what she wants <laughs> right but like for me when i was a kid it almost went the other way i I, like i went so far into the look Mm -hmm. there was like like (laughs) i existed somewhere outside of going all the way with that at such a young age as well too young to be such a fucking like fringy emo that was like weird the the photo i'm referring the child's arms it's almost like upsetting to Aww. see these. It's like it. It's like a, like a doll, a doll folding his arms with a, like a huge fringe. Oh my gosh! Like from first to last, I don't know, like I was in like, you know how you had like Junior Looney Tunes or Little Looney Tunes. I looked like I was in like, you know, Baby from first to last or something. Oh. Yeah. Sam, I love that for you though. I love I, I I love your admittance on the part that you like to an emo boy as well. Yeah, yeah. Do, I love do, it. Do you feel like we the not too not fully emo, not too just a little bit into it because I wouldn't be I've been able to relate to that. I don't think just a little bit. So probably. like no Midwest emo, Jimmy just the hair and maybe the, maybe the clothes and stuff. No, it's not emo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Um, I'm gonna, as a co-host of the podcast. Yes. Here's one we've missed out that I think would be a miss opportunity in this episode. The f- first question we ask any guest: How did we meet? We didn't. We didn't broach that. Do you think that's like appropriate, Ginger? Yeah, we can definitely go that way. How did we meet? What you want me to say? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we were teaching assistants in the same school. Um, uh, and it turned out that I was working next door to him. We were both the year five teaching assistants. So we had oh. to like work together a lot on it so he was already there and i started my job there um and he was just super nice and helpful and he was right next door so and he made it really obvious like that he would be so nice and helpful to me so i would like go to him if i was worried about something or if i didn't know how to do something when i was starting out so i had that like bit of trust built up i felt like he was like already like my person in the school and then I don't know. We just it just blossomed from there. Really, I just like instantly felt like I could trust him and stuff with stuff like that. I felt really comfortable with him. Um, and I, we were probably friends for like maybe t- two or three months, mm-hmm. just like chatting. We would chat outside of school. The 
the time that we would chat outside of school got like longer and longer until we were literally stood by the front door for like two hours just talking because we didn't want to say bye to each other and then we started getting in the car to and I'd be like oh I'll drop you home and then we'd sit in the car for two hours <laughs> instead and then I'd Aww. go round after school instead because why would we carry on sitting in the car and then it kind of like kept snowballing like that mm. yeah it's like, <laughs> it's such it's such a cute story when you tell it is nice it's like and no one knew at school did they no one knew for sure Aww. whether we were together or not <laughs> well i think like there's more to it than that as well but like what do you mean well we we, we kind of like became friends from that and like agreed to meet up outside yeah, like around Christmas, we started doing doing like friend dates things, like going to the cinema or something. Yeah, and me, like any good friend would do, knew your favourite band was Queen, and the night before the concert, we found tickets to like a sold out show, like I do for all my friends. Yeah. Oh. And then we yeah. and then we went together. <coughs> yeah, it was it was cute, wasn't it? We've That's lived adorable. a little bit, we've lived like a little bit of like a, a rom-com in think? our lives. Yeah. I think we've had like... A, it was very sweet. When we first got together, it was like a, a, a kind of cinematic romance. Yeah, cause, because it built up for so long, there was I a lot, think. Yeah, there was a lot of tense. Yeah, it was tense. <laughs> <laughs> it was tense. <laughs> yeah, it was like bubbling over. Because we were just mm-hmm. like, we're just friends, we're just friends for ages. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> didn't really see what was right in front of our eyes. Well, maybe you did, I don't know. But no, I didn't. No, I, I'm one of those people where I don't feel that, I, like, I never felt that really it was my job to, like, impose that kind of thing on someone. I always just kind of had this assumption. Yeah, which is really, that was really a big thing for me when we started talking because... Like, I don't want to generalise or anything, but, like, in a lot of my experience, if men are interested in you, then they can be quite full-on or, you know, make you ask you out on a date before you feel you're ready or, or, or like, feel like they're pursuing you in some way. Not in a bad way, but I just... I've, I've never been very comfortable with that pressure. And with Michael, I just didn't feel... I felt very safe that he was just not assuming... He wasn't thinking about me even in that way. He was just, yeah, we're going to be friends and and see where it goes from there. Do you know what I mean? It was just very unassuming. It made me feel really comfortable around him, which I wouldn't. I'm not generally around new men, especially. I'm not really that comfortable straight away. So that was really different, and it and it made me it gave me room to like express myself a bit more. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. It's very refreshing. That's so lovely to hear. Yeah, it's really different. Um, so, it's yeah. Well, and that's shared with the listener at home. <laughs> you know, not so like terse and horrible. No. <laughs> well, there's such a a culture now, at least here, that like. Oh, if someone has a modicum of interest in you, they're going to know in the first five minutes and they're going to pursue 
okay. they're not. And it's like everything is so rushed. That's where... it. Absolutely. Mm. It feels really rushed. Yeah. This, like, this... Just like you've got to decide right now, are we or are we not interested? You you need to feel it instantly kind of thing. You need to let yeah. me know instantly. Yeah. <clears throat> and for me, like, I'm so busy that, like, I won't talk to someone for, like, two months. And then I'm like, holy fuck, we were going on dates. We were doing things. This was a thing that happened. I Oh, hey, sorry, I'm an asshole. And they're just like, no, you're good. I know you're busy. I know you got life going on. And I'm just like, okay. Or they've already, like, moved well beyond to somebody else. They ignore me, whatever. And I'm just like, listen, you knew. I told you up front. You knew the score before we even really pursued anything. I had been going on i went on three dates with this with this girl um and she totally understands that i'm busy i'm a creator i work a day job like i have all these things Mm. that i'm doing and so when like i didn't text her back right away she was like no i totally get it you got shit going on there's no reason for me to be upset with you when you set the standard and you you told me up front and i was like sick lit i like this this is great and we talked a lot and we both kind of came to the conclusion that we're just better as friends than we are as a couple and so i've made a new friend mm. Mm. yeah that's it's nice very healthy. it doesn't have to be something fucking <laughs> yeah like a big blow up and shit yeah i do think that there's like oh if you if you're interested you've got to be like i'm so interested i'm going to marry this person like it's either zero or a hundred isn't it you've got to be all in if you're going to go in with some people sometimes that's how it feels yeah it's just way too much yeah. too much pressure but like this is a result like everybody in this day and age is living in this like kind of exaggerated like kind of version of events like this version of reality that is perpetuated by like the short form uh high serotonin like entertainment that we look at mm-hmm. like i think it, i i'm not going to go into that too much because that's not what what today is about but i think right. that i i think because we live in the age of like the reaction video mm-hmm. and like the reaction video is predicated on the idea that you're going to like the person you're watching is going to get like a million views and be validated by being like extra about everything they see. Mm-hmm. So it puts this onus on people being extra about everything they see. Mm-hmm. I, I see it all the time. Like it feels like there's less nuance. It feels like there's more intensity and people look to shoehorn everything they think and feel into these like bite-sized clips that they can understand because the generalized attention span of things has become so dim and so short-sighted. Right. That what we're looking at is this kind of like hyper real uh, identity where, where people want to match the persona of these things and recreate them and be like ah, ah, or like yeah and, and that's perpetuated by the dating app surely that you can like 
bring yourself down to like one page of information with like four pictures. And that'd right. Be the end. That's the essence of what gets you laid. Well, and it's also it, you look at a you look at someone else's page and you glean whether you would want to spend the rest of your life or spend five minutes with that person. Yeah. Right. Just yeah. trying to snap judgment. Yep. And it's you're swiping left, swiping right, and it doesn't matter. You're just swiping and you're just moving and you're moving on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Like I've started consuming TikTok, <laughs> uh, but a very specific section of TikTok. But oh, I no, darling. What are you oh my doing? god. Listen, it's not my fault. Uh blame uh friend of the show, Meepit's Mana. Um it's it's all her fault. Uh but that's it. The, no. no. <laughs> she's not coming back on. Oh, but no, she's I'm just no, Um, but like the thing is, is like I noticed when it was affecting my attention span a little bit. And so I immediately turned around and I was like, nope, we're going to watch long form documentaries. We're going to watch mm-hmm. movies. I watch, I, I, I've been watching TV recently, which Mrs. Knowledge, uh, if you don't know, I am uh, a chronic workaholic. And so taking time to like, watch TV or read a book or do something like that is huge for me. Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, no, since it, the, yeah, actually true. Since the finale of last season, I've read an entire book. Oh, wow. Brilliant. What book did you read? Uh, I busted out the Vonnegut and I read cat's cradle. Cause I never read that one. Ah, Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Stuff. Good read. Yeah. And, the last book I remember reading was Slaughterhouse Five. I reread Slaughterhouse Five, and it's oh, been well. years. So I was like, "Well, let's kick it back off with some more Vonnegut. Let's go." Mm, pick up where <laughs> we left off. Yeah, reading reading is maybe one of the most underrated things in our culture right now because yeah. nine out of ten people they definitely do not read yeah anything yeah like that's scary right mm-hmm. I, I set a uh test today and i asked kids of about 14 and 15 and i thought i was being like a little bit like too extra asking what a biography was in this test oh and wow they asked me today when they read forename and surname on the front of their test papers, they went, so is forename meant to be your second name or your first name? Oh, wow. So that's the level we're at. And they were like, what's a biography? What am I meant to say? What's a buyer? Wow. What's a buyer? And they were like, dating profile. (laughs) That's so crazy. Kid, yeah, I'm speaking to kids today. They don't know that bio is short for biography. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Do they think it's like bio, like they're washing clothes <laughs> when they're put in? Bionic. <laughs> Bionical. <laughs> it's just, it's wild that there's so much, like, 
it's it's one of those things where like we've as a society just like pulled away from so much of that stuff and I'm like man that makes me really sad but then I look at my bookshelf and I look at the amount of books that I haven't read and I'm like well fuck I'm part of the problem Mm. I don't think it's really your fault though no that's true it's not it's just like the world isn't it I don't think it's any individual's fault right everything's just so manic and fast-paced and to read a book you do actually have to make an effort to like switch Mm. it down and switch off and it's just not that easy when Mm. you've like got so much on and so much to think about and you feel like you should be doing other things right and and also like we're so there's so much emphasis on visual media right i think now even more so than music no of course yeah like just the visual and it's so much as well like such high like as you say serotonin content like really in your face loud bright colors do you know what i mean and then with reading you've got to like use your imagination and i just and there's like there's no pictures I think that's right. such a difference for people who are so, for any people, any age, who are so used to consuming, like, the high adrenaline uh, visual me- media that we're fed. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, it's funny because I think the thing that you mourn, exactly what you're saying, what, exactly what you're saying is correct. I think the thing you mourn is vocabulary. And this kind of art and this kind of thing of writing and language and what it can give you. I guess, mm-hmm. like, when you're saying that, like, you're talking about shifts, I guess what I'm not appreciating until you said that was that what's developing instead, that I guess, that is kind of the undercurrent of this is that there's a brand new, like, visual language emerging that maybe mm-hmm. I'm being a little bit too cynical about, and there's this whole new principle of thinking and being that maybe I'm being a, like a bit of a gatekeeper about. Bit of an old, old, older generation about. That being said, yeah, that's true. But that being said, like, had I not read and had I not done these things that made me engage in like a level of abstract. I wouldn't be creative in the way that right. maybe I am and in a way that I think comes to define like a level of inquisitiveness about experience that leads to like innovation, not, not in myself, but I think that like imagination and creativity Well, that's that it, isn't it? It's, it's, magi- it's my imagination. Without that, yeah, without that, you end up in a kind of cyclical repeating. Right. I guess that's a worry, but we don't know. We don't understand it. Yeah, it's... It all happens so fast, doesn't it? Mm. Mm -hmm. Like, we're at a cusp of change. And I think that it's only just dropping... We always have been. Yeah, that's true, but I think, like, the magnitude of that... No, I mean, like, us individually, like, as a generation. Yeah, yeah, Just, like, so much dynamic change, like, how we're meant to keep up with it. Yeah, we've had, had, like, the printing press, like, 
times a million like dropped on our doorsteps in the internet and communication, artificial yeah. intelligence. And that's the story of how we met anyway. And here yeah. We are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really romantic. <laughs> yeah, and here we are in the cyberpunk dystopian future. As mere, as mere voices lost in the crowd, <laughs> hollering into the void as humanity becomes increasingly subsistent and impossible to manage. Great. A happy <laughs> note to end our little story on. And that's our story, so you don't like it. Zero one, zero, zero one. <laughs> I like. I'm so glad you like you hated that. What? No. no, no, no. <sighs> so you guys met in a way that I think people don't really meet and date and court from anymore, which was at your job. Mm. Like, because mm. I don't know many people who date, and this might be like a, a here thing. But I don't know many people who date their coworkers because it's so frowned upon in our culture now. Mm. I think that's an interesting point to make. I think we were. I didn't have a position, or neither of us had a position of privilege over the other. We were literally the same. Yeah. So there wasn't like a dynamic there. Yeah, but we did. Um... We did keep it a bit hush hush, didn't we? We, we didn't did spread it, it around because because you're right. There is like a bit of like all oh, they're dating and they're working together. We weren't yeah. yeah we weren't sure as well if it would be like not allowed. Do you remember we had that? Conversation yeah, that's what one, we're saying. Yeah, yeah. It's like point. we didn't know if it wasn't going to be allowed. It was a really interesting time, wasn't it? Yeah. Like I remember because we hung out a lot. I think as, it would have been okay. I think it, they it, well, they found out. They knew. Yeah, but we were already leaving by the time they found out. They knew. They knew. They never knew for sure. They never knew for sure. They suspected. <laughs> um, so <laughs> didn't hide it that well. <laughs> well, they knew before we did. I think because mm. we were talking, it was all very innocent, and we were just having a good time. And I think that was like a testament to the strength of what we were able to do with it was there was no, it was, it was never going to be a relationship. It was just two people that got on really well. Right. Yeah. We let it grow naturally. Glaring emissions. Uh, Sam was with someone when we met. Yeah. Um, oh. so I think if we're being so I think, I think that with someone it maybe is a bit of a strong term. I was I was dating someone, I'd say. Okay. Um it wasn't it wasn't that serious. But um I, I broke it off with him when we were still friends. Mm-hmm. Didn't we? Um Ginger. It was a it was a few weeks before we Yeah. Uh, I think longer than that. No, so here here was the situation. Here was someone that I liked. As a person, mm-hmm. and I think like she had a boyfriend, and I, I didn't think, have a boyfriend. Like she had a 
Well, as far as I know. Okay, yeah. You were going down to London to visit this guy. Yeah. Which, oh. by the way, by the way, Ginger, this guy had like rock solid abs. <laughs> yeah. Like he was like built. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, he he was. he was like fucking built. She showed me a photo of him, and <laughs> I and I was like, we I, like weren't trying to get together, but I was like. I think maybe that was one of the pangs, you know, when you realize someone like she shows me this guy, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's your boyfriend. And then <laughs> in the back of my head, I'm going, oh, I'll never be that. Oh, uh, yeah. But, but like, so you were unavailable to me. Yeah. And I think that I've got, you know, like any healthy human being should have, where I liked you a lot. And we got on really well. We would we would like have a laugh, but I'd filed you. You were unavailable to me, and there was n- you know nothing that could happen that would make me be a creep towards you at that time. Mm. Like you, you're unavailable. Like I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. But I'd like we were having a good time talking, and then we went after school one day. This is quite an intimate story. You don't want to go. Yeah, it's fine. So no, so we wait after it's it, uh, it's not like rude. Uh, like, no, no. We wait after school one day, and uh, remember we're working in junior high at that time, and we're making volcano paper di- mache. Yeah, dioramas volcanoes. of volcanoes <laughs> together. <laughs> And she oh goes to God. me, uh, as we're making these volcanoes, she goes to me. I've no, had, uh, what were you going to say? you going to say? What you said to me? No, but you need to say, like, oh, I laughed at you there. Yeah, so I told a joke and she laughed at me. Oh. And then she went. I thought about it for a second. She thought about it for a second. And this really made me freeze up because she was unavailable to me at the time. And she goes. I've just realised that I've got split up with my boyfriend. Oh, it was. <laughs> okay. I, I, I realised I've got I didn't split... trust him to tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> that is almost like... No, I literally just said, like, oh, I wish... I, I wish I, I, like, laughed a bit more with the guy I'm seeing, basically. That's what I said. It's like, oh, we don't laugh that much. Oh, you don't find him that funny. <laughs> Not in a harsh way, but you know what I mean? Like, we were laughing, then I was like, oh, I don't really have that with this guy. That's that's what it was, and Michael was like a deer in headlights. No, so she she is being so modest. You actually said the phrase. You 100% did, because (laughs) this, it echoes in my skull to this day, because it throws me, nothing has ever froze me up this much in my life. Because I didn't realise that I that I liked you so much, and then as soon as it became like apparent that it could happen, I like, I it, it like broke me in half. I, I remember at the time I was so cool around you and like fine, and she and she's she's playing it so cool right now. She goes over these volcano dioramas. She goes, I make a joke and she laughs and she goes. 
You do know I've got a break up with my boyfriend now. I that need, is so she went weird. and then oh she went God. she went, I need to be with someone that makes me laugh. Okay, and yeah, I, I and I shit myself. <laughs> what like, I do? And, and I'm like I'm like Michael Sarah in that moment. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. I'm like I'm like, oh. and, 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 and I'm like, whoa, like you I was like, this is just somewhat like this is your friend from work, and I'm like, I've never had a friend at work before. And I'm like, literally, oh, I just volcano bless. guy around me. You've never had a friend at work before. <laughs> and, and she's all of a sudden she's saying that she needs. She just laughed at you, joke, and then she's saying she needs to leave like her pro wrestler boyfriend <laughs> because he doesn't make her laugh enough. And she's laughing at you right now, buddy. And I had like a cold sweat. I've never been that like not cool in my life. Oh, you pulled it back. It was fine. You must have seen. I, like, <laughs> I did. I, 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 did I, I, shook. I shook. I shook. I physically tell, shook. Yeah. And uh, because I realised how much I liked you at that time, and I like suppressed it. Oh, like, put it out of my mind. I really feel the listeners <laughs> really like intense into this story. I feel like I'm gonna want to giving you the crash course. Yeah, <laughs> giving me the crash course. <laughs> I mean, it's better than some stories of how people meet. Like, I, I mean, it, I've literally heard people say, "Yeah, this dude was kind of a dick to me at a party," and I'm like, <laughs> "Ah." So you gave him a chance? Okay, (laughs) that's brave of you. Like, like, right? That's just an an adorable story that I absolutely love every second. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, can I just say? It's very wholesome. It's so, like, yeah, this is what I'm saying. It was like a movie, like the romance going into where we are now. Yeah. Like, you don't hear, like, maybe this is me, like, I do want to say before we move on, I don't, I didn't at the time feel, and I still don't feel like I left that guy for you. I was, well, I it was, in, it, it, well, just, you know, I don't ever want to, I don't want to speak bad of him. And I was, it was drawing to an actual close anyway. And I never in my mind was like, oh, I'm going to leave him and get with Michael. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Just in case. You never know if he's out there. Would you, would, you, would you have left him if you knew that you were moving on to the Druid? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a simple answer and it's no. Like cheese, great wraps, nice house, probably smell okay. No sense of humour. But then you moved on. So you now, have no sense of humor. We just didn't have the same sense of humor. That's you just, all. You just moved on to the Druid now, and you sat on the sofa with the Druid live tonight on the Ginger Talks podcast. And I just want to, I just want to remind you, the listener, to log into linktr.ee forward slash Ginger Talks for your merchandise leads. And who knows when you're there, you may just find the love of your life. I, listen, I've had uh, uh, plenty of people that I know like find their like forever person 
because of random bullshit like that. So I listen, it's it's fine. I mean, I found my ex-wife on Tumblr. So Oh really? Wow. Yeah. It's less of a less storybook romance, more of we had a mutual friend who is no longer our friend. Um and but this person was like we associated like all three of us just like i didn't know her and she didn't know me we just knew each other's like screen names and so we finally started interacting and then we just started talking and we got really close and um about a month before uh she and i started like dating we i found out that like Long story short, my mom and I got into a bit of an argument, and she's like, well, I'm selling the house, so find a new place to live, and I went, oh, fuck. And I had some friends, uh, you know, 800 miles away, who were just like, yeah, just come couch surf with us, it's always an option. And I said, fuck it! And five months later, I was living 800 miles away from my family, uh, with people that I had never met in person before. And just kind of like, which is very odd. Just in general. When, when you, Oop, you broke up a little bit. Sorry. Can you hear me now? It's okay. Yes. Uh, I I said, how old were you when you did that? Um, I was twenty-one. Wow, that is quite young to have such an evil. Yeah, I um, I started dating her shortly before my twenty-first birthday, and like. So we started dating in December. It was early November when, or late November-ish, when my mom was like, nope, it's all in the house, find a new place to live. And I went, okay. Uh, And, like, I decided within a few weeks that I was moving to Iowa and, like, doing my thing. And uh, Kay is what she's, how we refer to her online. She, um... She lived in, closer to Iowa than Ohio. And so, like, mm. I moved and just, like, made a life. And I've lived here over 10 years. We've She and I have been, you know, we she moved in with me. We got married, divorced. Like, our divorce uh, was finalized, finally like six months ago a little bit longer than that but like mm. she's still one of my best friends so like i couldn't believe uh, when she came on to be honest oh my gosh i uh it took a lot of kind of convincing because she's very shy she's very reserved and like if we were still together and i was making content she would not like be seen on camera she wouldn't do any of that she'd mm. just be like Hey, can you come out here? I can't reach this thing on the shelf. Or like she she just <laughs> she wouldn't. And or she'd like come in and like give me food or take dishes away and then like let me do my thing. She would be very like removed. Now she's a lot more comfortable, but still if chat has too many people in it, she'll send me a message and go, sorry, I dipped. There were too many people. I got nervous. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, that's totally fine. Totally cool. You know, match your comfort level. But, like, 
her coming on the pod, she was uh, a little inebriated and uh, kind of was just like, no, I'll do it. Sure. And then I held her to it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bless her. Yeah. You know, uh, absolutely love getting a guest under duress. (laughs) You feel... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, like uh, it's a hostage situation right now. Well, what with me? Yeah, yeah. How do you meant feel? To be Tom. How do you feel, Sam? Are you enjoying the podcast experience? Uh, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's been it's been better than this. Is thought. like we're we're not done yet. I know, I know, but I mean, it's just a bit easier than I thought. I think this is a a milestone moment because mm. I think did I not say. That this would never happen. Really, did you? Oh, I thought he this would never. So early on. Oh, really? I, mm-hmm. I thought this would never. Oh, happen. I love proving him wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that tells you, you don't know. <laughs> you'll come on when the what you've shown tonight. You'll come on if called in an emergency. You'll do yeah, yeah. big things for me. Because listen at home, well, it, was we not, it wasn't just for you. It was, it was yeah, we we, well. we we won't go into it too much. It wasn't feeling well. We had a guest due on, not feeling too hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mrs. Knowledge, who refuses to call me Druid. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's even off air, even <laughs> when I insist. It's only sometimes. <laughs> call me Druid. Um, no, you don't remember that comedy. No, no, carry on. She's looking at me like, no, but you uh raised the flag when called, even though I thought you never would. And here you are. This is such a big moment for me. I just want you guys to like uh bask in that for a moment. This is like a, a coming together of two worlds that I think is like overdue. I'm glad it's happening. Mm. I'm glad. Ginger was Uh, saying, yeah, Ginger, you were saying you thought Sam would hate you. I was so terrified that you wouldn't like me because it's, it's one of those things where like, ah, so you're sitting on the internet till very late talking to some random woman across (laughs) across the world okay like, that did cross my mind at first. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got to ask the question <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no and yeah, yeah. i get that it and i mind, but yeah trust me cool i'm i cool yeah it's it's one of those things where like i've always been like no i swear if there's ever a problem it's done we're fine i get it because, like, I've had people accuse me of shit like that. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't do that. Uh, okay. But also, like, I'm always afraid of being that loud, obnoxious bitch that everybody <laughs> just like, okay, calm the fuck down. Fine. Fine. It's like that so at all, actually. No, 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 I don't get that from you. Definitely not um, obnoxious. I think you're really nice to talk to. Oh, probably like uh, um, reassuring and yeah. softly spoken, I think. 
That's yeah. true. That is yeah. true. Yeah. So there you go. Take that. <laughs> She's. It's a very roundabout way of saying that on this podcast, I'm the bitch. <laughs> We're just lovely. Um, I'm like you. Dr. E. We're lovely. Yeah. You, you're like, can we do this without him? Yeah. <laughs> How about we do this without him once a week? <laughs> we'll start a book club. You're reassuring. She is. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, sorry, I have a really hard time when people are nice to me. So... Oh. Okay. Well, well, stop that. Well, stop, stop it. Listen, there's been a lot of good shit happening this week, and I'm gonna ride that high. Fuck it. Yeah. Can we? Can we just like celebrate that for a second? Uh, like, is that a no-no on the pod? No, we can. That's fine. We can. Ginger was interviewed this week by Audio Technica, a company that provides. Top quality audio equipment to you, the consumer. Mm-hmm. And then not only do they do that, they throw in a little Ginger Snap 67 into the mix. They throw the Ginger Talks podcast in the mix. Yeah. Audio Technica. Uh <laughs> What a friend. Uh, and I'm only saying this because if they want to send me a new recording set, they can. <laughs> and that's open. Like, you've heard, you know, if, if Tim hasn't edited this episode adequately, you can hear the laptop firing up, you the listener. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't. And a new Audio Technica set might. Might just. I can't believe the noises that come out of that laptop. I've never heard a laptop do it, but anything like it before, it is rickety. How dare you? It makes like a <laughs> juddering, sometimes it makes a really loud, like, juddering noise, which I've just never... Okay. Before. It's like there's something okay. trapped inside. It's... It doesn't feel safe. Okay. It doesn't even have a working screen. That is the... You know, to be able to move around your laptop and have it on your lap is the essence of it. Because now he has to plug it into the TV to see the monitor. So it's just right. a computer. <laughs> it's just yeah. a computer in the lounge. So? So it's not a laptop is what I'm saying. We were once single-celled organisms. And here we are sat with a computer. It might- Explode as well, like, it won't explode. But I'm just saying it makes some really strange enough, noises. It's not got enough juice in the tank to explode. How many times? <laughs> God damn it! Uh, trust me, I'm well aware of the the laptop issue. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's okay. We'll we'll its we'll best. get there. It's it's trying. Yeah. God love him. Bless him. I I'm waiting for the listeners of the podcast to pay for a new one. Like I'm going to say that outright. Give us your fucking money. We've got a Patreon. We've got avenues to change this. I don't care if you're like an angel in bed. Give us your fucking money. Why not? If that noise in the background is annoying you. 
chuck us five bucks there's there's extra content now and who knows like the extra content from this episode alone will make your toes curl because <laughs> <laughs> god no it did mine <laughs> for, <laughs> from, uh, from from seed to pod this has been a real fucking like it's been a journey. <laughs> it's been a yeah. journey. And and in the midst of that, uh, Mrs. Knowledge, we've like trapped the course of our relationship for like a bunch of strangers. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I love how this started out as recognizing the audio technica thing and it devolved to Patreon <laughs> <laughs> and you and your laptop. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Audio technica. Bringing ideas and people together <laughs> at last. Well, so I, I talked about, uh, so at time of recording, I made the public announcement a couple days ago and posted everything about it. I didn't know it was coming out that day. I thought it was coming out tomorrow. And and it, it, it nope. Just like everything else, they don't tell me what date they're publishing things, and they just publish it, and I am so woefully un- underprepared. Um, but <laughs> I've known about it for a month. Right. Can, and... I just say, can I just say one thing? Yes. The Ginger Talks podcast has no regrets about the Audio-Technica online release dates. <laughs> Any coincidence <laughs> with ire or general cynicism? It's pure coincidence. Thanks, Audio Technica, for all you do. Now, back to the show. No, I I gave <laughs> um, Dawn from Audio Technica a little bit of shit. Uh, I was like, oh, I wasn't prepared, but no, it's great. I'm so happy. Uh, oh, but like, so, so Hollywood, what's going on? Listen, in. Uh, it's it's fine. I honestly, this was one of those things like. The email came in and I was like, do I say no? Like, it was one of those moments where I'm like, I don't like, wait, what? Huh? Um, but we had our little celebration and uh, Audio Technica is fucking wonderful and I love them. And it's been, you know, just a good thing. And it made me happy. It made me feel mm. good. And it was, it was just, mm. it was something that I didn't quite expect to happen. So, like, now it's a thing, and here we are. And there's... yeah, thanks, Audio Technica. That mm-hmm. was a real slice of audio quality and good long form chat. Well, it's when I got the email, <laughs> I, I, no, I screenshot it. It's not a small deal, it's nice. No, it well, in the email, it literally said. We would like to name you Audio Technica's Global Creator of the Month. Wow. Mm. And I took a screenshot of that and I sent it to Kay and I went, I'm sitting in an airport in Texas and I'm like, uh, what do I say? And she was just like, you're an idiot. Say yes. (laughs) Yeah. Is there only one answer? Yeah, there is only one answer. And she was just fucking over the moon. Like she was more excited than I was. And that's one of those things that like meant the most. Oh. Uh, 
And I was stressing over like the interview questions and like my answers, but I answered them exactly how I talk and just like a wall of text with bad grammar and no punctuation. (laughs) Well, as an English teacher, I'm not going to comment. Listen, it's fine. Okay, it's fine. Everything is fine. (laughs) No, I, I tried to have well-formed answers that made sense and then they absolutely did oh. you did yourself a service on that interview so like absolutely well done i mean like uh to even have that podcaster jason how far we all come mm-hmm. well and it's funny because i like when i was answering the questions there was nothing specific about the pod but like mm-hmm. I, I talked about it and I weaved it in and I, I did the things. But then at the very bottom, it lists all of my links to all of like my socials and all the things that I do. And the podcast is there. And that made me so happy that I didn't have to ask. It was just included yeah. and there. Yeah, I did notice in the info side, the podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. like, look. I... <laughs> If anyone is listening to this moment right now, like, I can't believe you've, like, made it here. So, like, if anyone's listening to the podcast, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's it's just, it's like, wild. You know, even that, like, just seeing on the audio technical website, like, there's the podcast. It's, like, four, four seasons. Four seasons. Yeah. You can start a, a hotel. <laughs> hotel. So hotel chain. No, the ginger talks. Imagine that, like oh you know, what what kind of service are you getting at the Ginger Talks Hotel? Is it any different from the Jim Morrison Hotel? The Morrison Hotel. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what a hotel uh based around uh this would be like. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, breakfast included a thin yeah. slice of melon <laughs> and a cigarette and energy drinks, <laughs> a cigarette and energy drinks, and a thin slice of melon. <laughs> like, Hello, sir. Does the breakfast not please you? It's like Vincent oh. Price. Would you like some mustard and that melon, sir? <laughs> Dude, we started the podcast so long ago that I was still a smoker. I don't smoke anymore. Mm. Uh, me neither. Holy shit, dude. Mm. That's, yeah, that's wild. Fucking wild, man. Like, but that's the thing. Like, this is season four. We've been at this for almost two full calendar years. This is season four. Can I just change the name to Well Seasoned? Well Seasoned? <laughs> yeah, because that's what it is now. Like, you know, we don't have that excuse that we once had that there were like green behind the gills. What was, right. that, what was that stat I gave us before? I think it's like crazy, like 95% of podcasts don't make it past episode one. Right. And we're just determined to shit to make this <laughs> to keep yeah. this going. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It's like Balboa-esque 
quest. Right. Oh, so and I... It's so good to have Samantha on the ride. Yes. Because, you know, as we said, Samantha, never thought we'd have you on. I, and, and what I said to her beforehand was that I assumed that the audience, when we first started, might have thought that she wasn't real. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, there is no way this guy's got, like, a girlfriend. See, I don't think that was ever a question. Because I always thought Mrs. Knowledge seemed so abstract so <laughs> for so long <laughs> on the pod. It was like, you know, uh, not, not so mean spirit, but, you know, like Maris on uh, Frasier. Right. So I think for a while you, you like, and this is just my interpretation because honestly, we don't know anyone that actually fucking listens to this thing. Like, in the ratio of people that listen, we don't actually know. But mm. I always assume people thought that you were quite enigmatic and had no idea what you would actually be like mm. in real life, or uh, or maybe thought you weren't real. So yeah. I think that. You know, it's it's really fitting the, the the start of a new thing that we've got you on. Yeah. All circumstances aside, it feels really good. Yeah. Yeah. Dramatic entrance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here she so you built it all up, and then it's just just me. <laughs> I, I I think you. I, I always say this, Ginger, that uh, she has. A musical cadence. Oh yeah, you love saying that. To her voice, <laughs> I think she's got a very, she's very soft spoken, but like has this, like this cadence, this thing I can't. The Beethoven of voices. <laughs> I put a lot of pressure on my next sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear that? It's like rhythmic. Well, well, there's of pressure on my next sentence. <laughs> it's very light. Uh, not airy but light, and there's there's it's it's reassuring, it's comforting, it's adorable. Oh. I'm yeah. glad you're here. Oh my god! So, uh, I guess before we move on to guest questions, uh-huh. I've got a question, uh, for you, Mrs. Knowledge. Oh, so. We've heard a lot, like, Ginger was a bit worried that you might not like her, be into it. How did you feel when you, like, so this was lockdown. It was a weird time. How did you feel when you first heard about the, like, the podcast that you are currently on? Um, Well, I was just very taken aback, to be honest. Yeah? But mainly just because I didn't really understand what it was like what it was about you're very you're not very good at explaining i still don't think you're not very not very good at explaining what it's actually about and so you were just a bit vague with it so i was just a bit like oh (laughs) okay i don't know what to do that information so you think i'm still not good at explaining well i I don't well can you i don't know how would you summarize it what would you say it's about well that's the problem like I don't know what to say still. Like, because you don't know. You don't you haven't come up with a summarizing phrase that I can use in my brain and in conversation. 
so ginger stop me if i like fall out of line like what we offer mm-hmm. remember it's meant to be a summary it's meant to be short snappy what we offer is a conversation that is light-hearted funny runs the gamut of a com- like a conversation we'd have in real life with someone as a friend that we package and allow the listener to hear. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And there's like, it's that, but maybe with like a slight element of like high end reality or performance. I would say it's like sitting around with a couple of friends on a Friday night, just shooting the shit. Mm. Mm-hmm. And we're bringing a new person to the party every time. Oh, or pretty close. Yeah, yeah, that is exactly right. Like, I I feel like that's just such a good descriptor because it started with like people in the streaming community, but it's expanded so far past that. Like, yeah, I think that's what you weren't very good at explaining the fact that it it has evolved. I mean, it certainly has. I mean, like, look at. Like we had Jack, you know, we're good friends with Jack. Mm-hmm. Roy Malloy. Right. Yeah. You know, we've had some cool people on this thing. Nice. You're the coolest. No. Roy Malloy. I literally love you. <laughs> I, I like no. him, but I don't love him. What? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I wouldn't suck him off, but if you Ew. had a dick, I'd suck you off. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! How yeah. romantic! No, I would to completion, like yeah, you know, and I would do that before I even thought about myself. Well, I guess that's nice. <laughs> nice, <laughs> they, nice guys finish first. I well, mm, yeah. Uh, no, and I then, just... and then, no, no. Last. Yeah, last. No, nice guys, let you finish first. Or simultaneously. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's, well, and it's so funny because <laughs> I've had people who I'm like, hey, uh, I'm always looking for guests for my podcast. And they're like, what's it about? And I'm like, duh, well, so here's just basically how it goes. And they're just like, oh, yeah, no, that sounds great. And I'm like, yeah, okay. It's like talking to me for four hours. It's fine. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. except there's just like this British guy with me who (laughs) (laughs) he may or may not tell you're an asshole. It's fine. I've never done that, actually. Some of us deserve to be told we're assholes. You don't. I mean, come on. (laughs) I don't think any of our guests. I think we've been insanely lucky. We've never, we've never had a bad guest. Yeah, no, I. All of our guests have been have been great, except for Doctor Ragan. <laughs> he's. I think <laughs> he still holds the record for most number of episodes. Besides he'll us, be, oh, he'll be back. He'll be back. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's Dr. Agan. 
trying to think. Alex. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have you, a we didn't have a like a matrix name for him. You know how we all yeah. have matrix names. Mm -hmm. His was Doc I came up with Dr. Agon, like Dragon, but he's Dr. Agon, PhD in Dragonology. That is quite good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it, that is. To be fair, that is quite good. Thank you. Yeah. I thought it was quite good. So is my Matrix name Mrs. Knowledge? Your Matrix name? I, and I, I think, yeah, well, this is... Compared to... <laughs> that like, is so far, now, full circle. I, I liked you. it. Yeah, I like it. But now you've said... Now you've held it up to my all-time favourite film, The Matrix. I'm like, well, it's not as cool as that, is it? Maybe I need to be a bit cooler. Yeah, so mine's Druid. What do you think of that? That's all right, yeah. That's all good. right? That's fine, yeah, like that. that's fine. Druid, we need an exit. And now it's time for an ad break. Hey, listeners, Ginger here. Uh, just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, We've really made an effort to try to up the quality of the podcast in all forms. And I just want to take a moment and say thank you. And a special thank you to our wonderful patrons over at our Patreon. Um, if you'd like to support us and help us make even more improvements and make this podcast even better, please consider go checking out our Patreon, patreon.com slash ginger talks. Uh, we have a couple of different tiers um, where you can get priority access for guest questions as well as hear episodes of Little Snaps, which is our Patreon exclusive where we take stuff that's been cut out of the episode and put it out on Patreon just for you. If you would like to hear the first episode of Little Snaps, you can actually listen to it for free exactly where you're listening to this podcast right now so thank you so much and uh big thanks to our patrons without you we wouldn't be able to do this yes my turtle dove welcome to the maya that is <laughs> guest questions oh oh yeah so i think usually there would be a bit more time to get questions for you yeah mm -hmm. so I, I, I don't know what it looks like. Uh, so we've got we've got a few. Uh, some folks came in clutch. So I'm going to start with our standard one that we ask every guest their first time on. What would be your mundane superpower? For some of us, it's dropping something and it just immediately goes to the trash, recycling, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, making flowers just appear randomly when you need a pick-me-up. What would yours yeah. be? Oh, It's like an everyday thing. If you could just fix that up, what method would you choose to fix that up? Oh, okay. So one thing to fix up, essentially. I think that's why this is such a great question. Okay. I have... I have a not-so-lame answer and a really lame answer. Let's shoot for both. So we've got, uh, the, yes. we've got, we've got the first one. So the oh. first one would be, I think it's quite cute, to just, I, I think I'm quite forgetful, not of things that I need to know day to day, but like of memories and things where I'm trying to tell stories and stuff. 
I wish I could mm-hmm. just like like open it like a book and just pick one out. That's a, oh. just, a, just not like extra knowledge, just things like from my own life. <laughs> oh my god, just, I love just that. Fell out of my head for no reason at all. I'd like to be able to you know get them back. That is, <laughs> I. Okay. If, if it's like a story or something and I'm like, oh, this thing happened. I don't remember any of the details now to tell you, which is probably going to happen today. <laughs> 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 oh, this, is, this is me preparing you. I, I'd say that's the most romantic like, answer oh, that we've well, ever had. The second one. I love that so much. That is, so, no, that is <laughs> I think that's one of the best answers we've really? ever had for that. We've yeah. had a few. We've, oh. I, how many answers? Do you oh think my... we've had for that? Uh, right. It's a lot. We've had probably 20 different guests. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's, 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 that's a cute one. Ma- yeah, that's maybe my ma- Maybe I shouldn't say the second one then. No, 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 please. Yeah. Too late. Yeah. Too late. No. It's most exciting. No. no. <laughs> I was no, just going to say <laughs> that any given time, I can just. Summon my diary to my hand so I can just look at it. <laughs> so oh I'm my like, gosh. Oh, are you free this day? And, I, and I'm like, always like, oh, I don't know. I'll have to check when I get home or when I get chance. I can just summon it in my hand. It's there straight away. I can just be like, oh, yes or no. Wait a second. Can, can are, that- are you not talking about a smartphone? I was going to well- say. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're like an Apple advert in like 1998. Oh, my right God. Now. Okay. Imagine a diary in your hand. <laughs> okay. This what are you is talking about? I have a paper TikTok. diary. I could. You're right. I could keep it on my phone. But I am so analog with these things. I, I have to write them down. But I can't have it on my phone. You know. It's so a- it still counts. It's still valid. No, especially it- for a runner-up <laughs> wish. <laughs> It's such a sad <laughs> economic landscape when, like, you're like, what superpower would you like, uh, Mrs. Not- Mrs. Knowledge? And you say, I would like to be able to buy a smartphone. Oh, I do have one, everyone. Like, it's okay. I could yeah. do it. I know I literally could make that dream come true, but I just won't. I, I want the, I need the paper. I need to write I it down. I need the paper. <laughs> Well, so I, I want to make you feel better. I have just a scattered, like, you know, in the in movies, in the scenes where the secretary has just, like, papers everywhere on their desk yeah, and everything yeah. is hand, hand, handwriting on them. That's my desk. Oh, God. Right. I That's still true. have, like, every single bill that I pay every month is an automatic reminder in my calendar and my phone. So I know, oh, yeah, I have $200 for this coming oh. out. A hundred dollars for this, fifty dollars oh, for this. Like wow. I still have that, and I still am just like, duh, random scribbled oh, notes everywhere. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, can I just say this? Like your smartphone buzzing in your pocket, like notifying you of like what bills you need to pay, is like getting beaten up by the Microsoft Paperclip's older brother in your pocket. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pay your fucking w- bills, man. I woke up this morning to rent due tomorrow, uh, iCloud due tomorrow, and I'm like, fuck. God oh, damn God. it. Uh, like, direct yeah, debit. so. Direct debit. Don't get your phone telling you you owe people money. Like, it's like a fucking mafioso. It helps remind me of bills oh. that I may not have the money to pay right away. 
or okay. like, oh, I need to make sure that I budget for this. Like I look because yeah. I get paid every week. I look ahead to know how much money I will have yeah. to no, spend throughout the week. Uh, yeah. yeah, fair enough. I'm sorry for being such a. We're gonna get a question from. Uh... Ooh, from ADHD toaster. Um. What is your favorite thing that Druid makes? I'm assuming food. Oh, well, are you saying it in general? Because like, well, you do make good food as well. First one would be love, right? Well, oh my god, I, I would have said food as well as my first one. So he makes really good food. Yeah. So if- if that's the general answer, then I would agree. Maybe I'd say food is really good. Is a good cook. Mm, and specifically, really? yeah, yes. Why are you shocked? He just loves it when I say. No, I, I, I feel, I feel like you, you think I'm too. I, 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 I got the impression that you thought I throw too much in. Uh, you do sometimes. That doesn't mean you're a bad cook. Thank you. And sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes you. Are too um, like held down by the recipe. Is that, that again? That doesn't make you feel like a, a, that doesn't make you a bad cook. He makes a really good uh, risotto. Ooh, in particular, really, really good. Very decadent. Wow. Yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of that. Ooh, that sounds really good. There it is. There you go. Like one of those, you know, like the white wine with the mushroom and the parmesan on top. That vibe. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that really yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. you're eating out on a, a restaurant oh, on that day. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe you should make that again. <laughs> I'm hungry well, now. No, I undoubtedly, <laughs> I've not made it once either. Like, I undoubtedly will, mm. especially now. I mean, like. I can't wait for, you know, we've got people who listen to us in Gloucester, London. They're all going to be coming down this way for a mushroom zone. Maybe we could start like a little food stand. Mm. Sponsored <laughs> by Audio Technica. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the first time we've said that either, they, is it? About Audio Technica. Yeah, yeah, around right. that, yeah. They really help you hear the flavour. Yeah. I'm trying. Oh. I'm trying to get a new laptop. Thank you for that. That was a was real. That, was that good enough answer? Do you think to that question? I love that answer. That's a that's a phenomenal answer. Re- risotto. No one was expecting that. Oh I really? Think. I don't think anyone was expecting risotto. <laughs> okay. Like uh, like a mess. Makes no. makes a mess. Oh. I, I think mean, you are a bit messy, but not that much. I think I've got a, like a messy voice. I think the listener would assume. Well, yeah, you are a bit messy, and you know you describe yourself as chaotic. So it's not hard to imagine that you're leave chaos in your wake. Thank you, dear. Uh, <laughs> you, so, you are quite messy in the kitchen, though. So the most good cooks that. are. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, is it? It's too Thanks, in the Ginger. process. Thanks, Ginger. Yeah, I'm. I'm concentrating on the flavors. Mm-hmm. I'm concentrating on the complexity <laughs> of the stock. Yes, the way the garlic cooks down with the onions. That's mm. one of the most important things in the kitchen. And of course, <laughs> I'm thinking about bite. I'm thinking about satisfaction. 
and I'm thinking about the complexity of the dish. Whereas when I'm cooking, I'm thinking about doing probably three other things at the same time. Yes. <laughs> yep. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Multitasking. Mm-hmm. So, Mrs. Knowledge, are you also a vegetarian? Yes, I am. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, I've not eaten meat for about ten years, but I ate fish for a few years after that. So. I think I'm fully vegetarian for about six years. I think we've been oh wow, fully, we've been fully vegetarian in about the same amount of time. Yeah, five or six years then. Yeah, because you just stopped eating fish when we met. Yeah, I was eating fish for quite a long time. I really liked it, and I think that um, because for me, my jump into being a vegetarian was mainly to do with the ethics. Because I'm a big animal lo- a lover. Um, yes, and I think it's easier. Or harder, rather, maybe to um, to make that connection with fish because they're so they're quite far removed from us, right. and it's hard to see their emotion and stuff in the same way as a mammal. So it's easier to keep that connection lost and just keep keep going. But then once right. I made it, I was I was fine with just just leaving it. Yeah, I just we eat really like, well now. Don't didn't we? like fish anyway. Oh, yeah, I was a big fish eater anyway. Keeping keep in the sea, they fucking stink. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so harsh to the fish. God, oh, I'm trying to be nice about them. No, no, they're lovely. I bet they're lovely as people. But they stink. <laughs> they fucking stink. Like god, if somebody, if somebody, right? Are you telling me <laughs> if somebody you really liked and respected came into the room and they fucking stunk? That you'd be able to let that go. I can't even open a bag of potato chips in here without you being like, oh my God. No, that is so not true. That is really it is true. I've eaten potato chips outside. No. You tell okay. me like you can. It's like, a certain flavour. smell of fish. Fish. But that's stink. a bit of a rabbit hole, isn't it? Sensory, yeah. Sensory issues. Fish sink. Fish sink. <laughs> Like well, you know, you know, finding Nemo. Like, imagine if they had one of these like forty X screen, like screenings, when it first came out, and they had like Finding Nemo. Now with smell vision, if you could smell Finding Nemo, it would have been, it would have, pardon the pun, tanked. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna um, divert us from uh, fish being smelly to ask. A question that Andy proposed. Uh, and what is your favorite fruit? Ooh. Okay. Mm. Um. Okay. I think I'm not sure. I'm a. I do really love fruit, and <laughs> I think that maybe I'm just gonna That's go so with the classic. Good. Not think about it too much, and go with the strawberry. I feel like maybe mm. people think it's a bit of a basic choice, and maybe it is. But it is lovely. Mm. They're lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't they? Like, and they, yeah. yeah, they go so well on desserts, which I love as well. Strawberry? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So, it's yeah. So food-orientated. I'm going to go maybe with that. But I like a lot of fruit. Melon and stuff. I think melon would be mango. Oh, that's a good melon. One. Mango is mel- so good. Yeah, so good. Um, but yeah, I like a melon, like a honeydew. 
Or watermelon. I'm so glad you say that. What, honeydew? How thin do you slice it? <laughs> not that thin. Not that thin. I eat it with a spoon. What? Stick a spoon in it. <laughs> so... You can tell you're from the like land of plenty. <laughs> Stick a spoon in you. Yeah. So in the early days of the podcast, one of the guest questions, I think I believe it was with Ronnie, was how do you take your breakfast? And Ronnie gave, you know, a, a nice, you know, cute answer. Um the man sitting next to you uh said that he drinks a cup of coffee and eats a thin slice of melon. Oh, yeah. And at that point in my life, I was still a smoker. And I said, honestly, I drink an, a powdered energy drink that I've mixed up and I smoke a cigarette and that's my breakfast. How oh, things gosh. have changed. Yeah, <laughs> but no. the thin slice of melon has never left. <laughs> really? Yeah. You know, now, like, I just never smoke. Never seen you do that. I just smoke a thin slice of melon now. <laughs> Do you have them hidden away, ready, so thin that I can't see them in the fridge? <laughs> like, please, Sam, can, <laughs> can I have another slice? Because you've got to remember, like, you've got to remind yourself every morning that there are people that need things. The more. black coffee is definitely right, though. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Like, I think that when I moved out of my parents' house, I stopped having the thin slice of mer- like melon. Merlin? I almost said. Mm. Merlin? Thin, sli- thin slice of Merlin. Oh my! <laughs> I've never been a coffee drinker. Oh. Never gotten into it. Wow. I I like coffee. I drink a fair amount of coffee, but mm. I I don't like a lot of hot beverages. So yeah, I don't like, like hot beverages that much either. Iced coffee, um, cold tea, like that's. Mm. But so I drink a lot of right now I drink a lot of energy drinks because I don't sleep like a functioning <laughs> human being. Um literally poison, I'm sorry. I no, I I know how bad it is for me and I but the thing is if I don't drink it, I'm useless for days. Like I don't I, I have the caffeine addiction and I know mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. No, I do as well, I think. Like if I'm working and I don't have like that cup of joe, mm, yeah. I'm definitely like a dickhead for the rest of the day. And like the kids go like, Dad, what's wrong with you today? <laughs> no, coffee. Like, shut mm. the fuck up. I, um, I, I'm addicted to sugar. Oh instead, God. instead of coffee, that's my thing. Who thought during the day? Who would have known guest questions would have led to everyone just Admitting their addiction. I know, so God. I'm addicted to sugar. I don't care who knows that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come here to talk about it. The two listeners in Japan now know. Yeah. I can't. I Admittance can't. is, yeah, important part of it. Admitting Thank it with problem is the first step. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And you're right. Dr. Ginger. I do know. It's really hard to kick it away. Because I'm literally addicted. It's really hard. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so hard to kick it. Sugar is technically more addictive than, like, uh, nicotine. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can definitely see that. I heard a news report the other day that said, like, it's just started climbing 
more lives than nicotine the world over sugar really what from like yeah. diabetes yeah because people don't smoke anymore right. right yeah so people don't smoke cigarettes anymore and i guess yeah doesn't does sugar affect like your heart health and that it does actually yeah yeah, yeah it 100%. does like I, I think there was like a thought a little while ago that it was just savory that did that mm. but like well, fat. yeah yeah that shit's changed yeah. yeah, but I, you can almost guarantee that's not what Toaster wanted us to talk about at all. Oh yeah, no, no sorry, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's fine. Like I um I've been looking a lot at heart uh like the things that affect your heart. So I was like, mm-hmm. no, I actually know a little bit about this. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's the worst Mickey Mouse ride I've ever heard. By the way, like <laughs> oh. Stop. You want to know? You want to know what affects your heart? <laughs> a song and a dance. Do you want to know why you need to stop eating sugar, kids? <laughs> because it's much better to take crack cocaine on Space Mountain. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but no, it's uh, the the conversation about fruit is mm. the, the the bringing up of the melon was just so mm, just <laughs> yeah thin slice of melon with the way the world economy is going listeners at home soon you'll be fucking joining me in that like so yeah i mean you're in a gray room uh it looks like minecraft's like cobblestone in there <laughs> Except it's a server where there's about 50 other players in jumpsuits and they're all eating nothing but a thin slice of melon. You cut into yeah. it and you get an electric slot, like shock. You realise even that thin slice of melon, it's just graphics. Druid, <laughs> uh, what's your favourite fruit? <laughs> My favourite fruit? Nectarine. Oh, that's a good one. Nectarine. Really? Nectarine. Not a peach. Uh, nectarine's better than peach. Why? Because like peach is all like fuzzy oh, and weird. Like, I you'd love find a peach. A, you'd find a peach on like a like an alien planet. Like I don't want to eat. Like the only time I'm well, like willing to eat hair is like in our moments. I <laughs> I love I love a peach. I like the texture of the of mm-hmm. the skin. That was well deflected. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> no, peaches, no, peaches are ne- phenomenal. Yeah, they are. it's uh, peaches or mango for me are probably in the top. Like it's it's one of those two. But I do enjoy an orange. Or, oh yeah, or, what is it? orange? Mm-hmm. Uh, just yeah. an orange. Yep, uh, an orange like, or like even like the the clementines or like the smaller. Yeah. Setsuma. Yeah, I feel like everyone needs them, but they don't get they're the unsung heroes. Mm. Yes. I, I used to love oranges as a kid and it made me like shit all the time. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm thinking like now it's it's nectarine. Nectarine's better than peach. They're like mm. they're like softer, they're juicier. They're not softer. They are they're they're juicier, they're sweeter. And they're literally named after nectar. What's peach named after? Like a like 
a fucking video game character. Don't come at the word peach. I think peach is a really good word. Yes. Oh, <laughs> um. So Meep, it's Mana, our, our friend of the podcast, Meep, who I love dearly. Uh, first, she asked, "Do you feel bonita?" I think because that trend is kicked back up around our circles of TikTok. What the fuck is that? So there's an episode like, of yeah, Family so Guy uh, where um, Chris says, do you feel bonita? And the the response is, I feel bonita. because or, or, I can't remember how it is. Do you, um, do you feel bonita? Um, because of course you look bonita. There's a whole like TikTok trend around it. I just butchered it, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen it. Mm-hmm. It's like if uh, you're like feeling yourself, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And uh, I've been sending her uh, TikToks that include that sound recently. <laughs> I think I do feel bonita. Yeah, there I said it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Going back to what we were talking about at the very beginning about turning 30, I'm I'm feeling good about my age You're and good. like I feel like I've grown into myself. And what everyone says about, you know, that your 30s are better because you don't you're less self-conscious, you don't worry what people think as much, and you're in a better position in life. It's all true. And it's just mm-hmm. and it's just way better. It's like less anxiety inducing than your early twenties. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I do. Okay. I'm gonna say yes. That's what. That's what it means to feel Benita. Yeah, like you feel yourself, you're feeling good. Yeah. Um, Ginger, you answer that. I mean, you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, what listeners uh, don't know is that uh, at the top of the recording, I was putting on makeup because uh, you know, I'm going out tonight, so I. I do feel bonita. Mm, extra. Excellent. Because I look bonita, goddammit. <laughs> I feel I feel pinata. Because <laughs> I'm so full of sweet things. You've got to beat them out of it. Take that. Take that TikTok. There you go. Oh my god. Oh, bonita. What the fuck? Just say, do you, do you feel bonita? Yes or no? No. Why not? Because I feel pinata. Oh. No. <laughs> okay. All right, everyone. But, but Meep's real question. I feel bonita. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, her real. Her real question is, truthfully, does Mrs. Knowledge, in fact, know more than Mr. Knowledge? <laughs> wow. Um, I don't know whether... Is that, is that really down to me to answer that? I'm not sure. Yes. Well, obviously, I'm going to say yes. You've got more knowledge than... Obviously, I am going to say yes. But what okay. would you say? I don't know. I feel like um... that's one of those. Well, I would be more democratic than that. Okay. I'd say our knowledge spreads in different directions. So you would just basically use a politician's answer to avoid it? No. Okay. 
I would say that you have a, a specific skill set in which you have a knowledge of certain things, your missus knowledge. Yeah, I'm not saying that I have a knowledge of everything. You have a you uh, well, I th- all right. Okay. All right. Let's stop this here. <laughs> I okay. <laughs> thank you, Ginger. Uh, and, and thank you, me, for asking us this question. I would say <laughs> Uh, much like Lady Macbeth in Act One of uh, Shakespeare's hit play Macbeth, uh, Mrs. Knowledge strikes the Jacobean conventions of femininity and womanhood and today's conventions by, in fact, being the more practical thinker and the person with more practical knowledge. Do you think? Than, okay. than I do in many respects. Mm. And I um I think I am more spiritually <laughs> and uh like not romantically in the sense of love, but romantically with a capital R. Romantically with a capital R, I think I'm more knowledgeable in that side. Okay. And in that way, we like work as the opposite of maybe like an expectation in how like a man and woman would be together. I think I'm more like sensitive and like I'm the sensitive, like shrinking violet of the relationship, and you're like the fucking hell. <laughs> Let's get shit done. What are you doing? Really? Okay. Yeah, I think you're more practical than I am. You have a more practical knowledge than I do. Yeah. But like... But what you're saying is that you have a knowledge of lit- literary literary sources, aren't you? Which is like your area of study. Well, which, no, well... That's I've not very really like... So, so that's very something very narrow. Yeah, so my, like, my area of knowledge is narrow. It's like a kind of like philosophical bent and like I can't yeah, so think compare that. Those. So you compare that to all oh, practical knowledge. <laughs> then um, I don't know. I think you've answered your own question there. So, and what do you mean by that? Well, what I just said, like your narrow, your narrow knowledge in your own words this is your own words narrow knowledge compared to wider practical knowledge like i i i don't know i don't know i'm more romantic with an r okay and and mrs knowledge is more like she Without Mrs. Knowledge, I would be like a tricycle with like an under-oiled wheel. <laughs> like, okay. I would, but like with like it, you know, like in Toy Story when you've got uh, Sid, you go to Sid's bedroom, mm-hmm. and like he's got like the toy with the baby's head that's got like the metal tarantula arms uh-huh so like that's me because like i'm not really like a 
functioning human being, but like I've got this big baby head with like a bit of a like. Uh, what are you talking about? The monster from Toy Story. Yeah, you know, yeah. like the baby. Oh, like, I didn't mean to call him a monster. That's sad. No, he's, he's just been misunderstood. No. But like, I am that person. Uh, like, I am on like this rickety, horrible frame that someone like I've got like a baby's head, but like it's quite large, and I've what? got like a bit of knowledge inside it. I'm like drawing knowledge. No. Okay. Um, Can you define it? No, I don't know. I think I've got like Mrs. Knowledge. Yeah, she is smarter than me because <laughs> uh, she is like more put together. She knows what she's about. Yeah. And I am a bit of a nightmare because I'm like constantly running around doing things like starting podcasts and being like I'm in this band. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you mean, but like, I think like what I'm about also has merit. Yeah, yeah. We balance each other out, so it's fine. Yeah, do you, do you yeah. really feel that way? Yeah. What was the pause? No, I was thinking. Well, if it was balanced, you'd have. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm literally joking. Uh, well, so, do you know what's funny about this question is that Ginger's been talking like to us for some time. I think she's the independent adjudicator here. Who would you say has all knowledge? So, <laughs> <laughs> no, and I'm going to give a very Switzerland answer, but also a very, um, I think, valid and true answer. Before Ooh. before you go any further, the person that's least intelligent dies. Oh, because oh in Switzerland God. they agree with assisted dying. It's only no. the kind. It's only the kind thing to do. No, so I want to hear. Druid has very specifically channeled knowledge mm. of things. You know, there's a specialty there. Where you, Mrs. Knowledge, I feel like you have some specialties, but you're also, everything I can glean from you is very well-balanced and well-rounded. Jack of all trades, master of none, you have knowledge over great, vast, many things. Where Mr. is a little bit more, like, channeled in what he's super knowledgeable about and yeah, both- that is true definitely i agree with that so it's comparing apples to oranges in a yeah, sense it's just different yeah, yes so, so thanks mate yeah listen you know what meepa's meepa's sassy it's fine she yeah, it's a she, sassy question she knows she knew what she was doing <laughs> oh yeah oh, she, yeah. Knew. she knew um and then we've got we're gonna do one more question, and then I think uh, unfortunately we'll have to wrap. Um, Is there any chance we can do two more? Because I've got one in. Oh, but let's do yours. Well, uh, it's not great. So Jack asks, "What's the most trouble you've ever been in?" Sam? Oh, um, oh God. Oh, no, I don't know. I'm a real goody two-shoes. Okay, we'll move over to your question. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Uh, you must no, have been in trouble. I don't you know. Um, 
I'm just trying to think. There's not, there's not many. Honestly, I'm a real, uh, all growing up, all the time I've been a real goody two-shoes. I haven't, I don't know. It's so hard answering we'll without to, thinking. We'll, we'll come back to you. Ginger, what's the most trouble you've ever been in? Um, I would say it comes down to, um, <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll pull up a recent, uh, or a memory that I, I had, uh, flood back to me recently. Um, and this is all I will say on the podcast about the most trouble I've been in. <laughs> um, okay. I was going to meet some work friends and this is so like Midwestern American. I got home from work, changed clothes and I was meeting my friends at the bowling alley to have some drinks and, and bowl. <laughs> this is so good for <laughs> and I was cresting a hill and there was a cemetery off to the uh, the side of the road and I crest this hill and I fly past a cop going about 25 over the speed limit and right. where I live if you're going 20 over and the cop catches you and, and writes you a ticket for 20 over you just lose your license wow Jesus I, yeah. I talked my way out of a speeding ticket and not having my registration in my car Wow. Well done. It's so weird how traffic cops are so different. Now. Yeah, like, I know. Like, we don't you fucking just have not, that. There's so. no, like, of that, none of that personal to Yeah, throw. like, like the, uh, oh, what's his name? I couldn't like, do that here. I just picture America, like, you know, liquid Terminator from Terminator 2. Every <laughs> junction, just like. How did you talk your way out of it? So the no registration was, it was actually in my backseat and I didn't realize it was in my backseat, but it wasn't in my glove box where I normally keep it. And I was like, and I told, I told Kay this, that I threw her ass under the bus. I was like, (laughs) my ex-wife and I, or like at that time we were, uh, God, we might've just been married or we were still engaged. And I was like, my my wife uh we must have cleaned out the car and accidentally thrown it away i will go get it replaced right away like oh my god i'm so sorry and so that was easy to talk my way out of but he looked at me and i was di- i was already disheveled like leaving the house because right. i was late and i looked at him and i said listen i'm on my way to go have some drinks with friends and you know this hill is steep my speed got away from me there was nobody around me. I'm super sorry. I will be more careful next time. Oh. Like, and I was just like super apologetic. This was back when yeah. I had like normal colored hair and my car was clean and like <laughs> Batman hadn't made it into the trunk yeah. yet. Like, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. And uh, and so now when he drops you over, he's like, "Were you going over uh, forty miles per hour?" You're like, if you want it, honesty, that's all you have to say. <laughs> now it's, uh, I haven't been pulled over in, in quite a while. And now that I say that, it'll probably happen. But um, I, uh, yeah, but like. It's so weird. We don't, ha- we don't have that threat no, of being pulled no. over at all. They really? Just, they will nah, just if, get you with the camera, and then they send you. Oh. It, you never see any like unless it's like a unless bit of it's an obscene. Yeah, and they're right wow. there, and, and you're like a danger. Like on wow. the on what you'd call the freeway, 
like you have cops with cameras, but you have cops that like come and are chase. ready to chase you. Know? Yeah, like in a, they're like in vans. Wow, like, that's so different. Not chase vehicles. You know, that's yeah, so, it's such a different culture of driving. That is. Yeah. Well, that's and so- we have like photo enforced, like where the route I have to drive tonight. There's a section that is photo enforced for speeding. And what? I've gone down there 10, 15 over the speed limit and never gotten a ticket. And I have friends who've gone down through there going five over and gotten a ticket. Yeah. So there's just some, just some dickhead there, like with the speedometer or some shit. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, they, they're so involved in traffic over there and they just end up doing shit that it <laughs> makes the cops look bad. It's well, always traffic stops. Well, also here, it's it's a there's a, a culture of policing that I won't get into. Mm. Yeah. But we are, yeah, we're so vehicle driven here in the United States. Like, there's not there's only a few cities in this country that you can you know solidly walk, depend on walk. foot traffic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like where I'm going tonight is a 20 minute drive. Away. Mm. everything's really far apart isn't it in america mm. yeah. yeah so i like i could walk it's so like from my apartment to the coffee shop is like a mile maybe mm. depending on which route you take it can be up like it could be a mile um but like that walk there's not like a lot of street lights there's not a lot of buildings and businesses or houses or anything like that i live out by some fields so it's like well okay i guess i'm going to go drive on my way to do x y and z Mm -hmm. like you have to drive pretty much everywhere so that's a big part of it for us god lost in the convenience of it Lost in the convenience of it, we are. Like, we don't have cops that, like, stop us on every corner. We don't have... Like, we have everything here. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just, like, a different thing. It's just... Yeah. I can't imagine it. I can't imagine, like, the Midwest. Yeah. The middle of nowhere. I can't imagine it. I literally drove five hours one way to go visit my brother because he was halfway in between where we live. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. For an overnight. Like I literally got a hotel room to, and drove five hours to hang out with him for about four or five hours, slept yeah. and then drove back. Yeah. Wow. We, we just wouldn't do that. Right. Like no, generally, you know, even if you look at the way like bands tour the UK, like mm-hmm. we we won't travel an hour or two hours to watch a show because like they come to cities in your area, right? Like in America, it's just like totally normal to travel that amount of time. Yeah. Normal. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not trying to say anything specifically there. No, though. it just happens. No, 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 it's, it's just, just like, so like, different. But I, I yeah. suppose like we stumble on that on this podcast every now and then, like. That cultural difference. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, uh, we'll say that that was the worst. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll call that the worst trouble I've gotten Mm. into. (laughs) 
worst trouble I've got into with my parents. So the worst trouble I got into, I, I nearly died once uh, getting, like, kicked into a curb. Oh, my God. I got, like, a ra- I got randomly attacked. That was, like, the worst, like, mortal trouble. Like, I had, like, a shoe print around my ear for about two weeks. But the worst, the worst, like, that's not what they're asking for, right? What they're asking for is, like, trouble, like, yeah, Jack Black yeah. trouble, right? So <laughs> the worst trouble I ever got into was my high school band. So I would have been 13 or 14, year nine. Uh, don't know what grade that is for the American listeners. We got into the my band. We wrote our own material. We got into the school talent show. And I got in loads of trouble because there was a math teacher at school who used to, like, drop pencils under girls and look at their skirts. And when we played at the school talent show in front of, like, parents, teachers, like, loads of people, it was, like, really full. Before we started, I said, Dr. Smite is a paedophile and this song's for him keep being a nonce, and I got in loads of trouble for it. Oh, yeah, I mean, I can see why. But he, he, there were, there were always girls saying that he made them uncomfortable. Yeah. You'd see him drop pencils, look at the skirts, school talent show. Yeah, said he was a paedophile. Told everyone. And, uh, and then what happened? Did he get, did he get kicked out? A school, no. I we still won the talent show. No, I mean, I like, did. <laughs> were there any repercussions for him for being formally accused by a student? There, no, well, not as far as like I ever know. Like, I don't think so. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, he played violin that night really poorly as well. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I. Yeah, it was. I, I remember shaking. I was. I was really young. I remember shaking. And I was like, I'm going to say this teacher's a pedophile because I, I believed it in my heart of hearts that he really was. And, like, he upset a lot of, like, girls in my class and it was, like, a big thing. And, uh, yeah, like, it for me it felt like I was doing the right thing, but my parents were so upset about it because they were there and they were like, we really wanted to see you play in front of all your classmates. And I never really understood that because we played outside of school and it just seemed stupid. And mm-hmm. I said, yeah, this teacher's a paedophile. And there was like, it was a funny moment. There was like an audible, audible gasp. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I got in lots of trouble. Basically, uh, the school tried to expel me. And I, yeah, I got in like this whole like host of trouble. Uh, I had to just basically what they made me do was apologize to him and say it was a joke. Oh, oh, well, yeah, damn, that was the most. Expel you, 
they said that I was trying. They said that I was trying to incite like something against school, and they just failed Ofsted. And they said that I was trying to like extra sensitive. Yeah. So it's not the only time that something like that's happened. When I worked at a uh, supermarket, they tried to say that uh, there was a someone cut in. When I worked at Morrison's, someone cut into the side of where they were keeping the fireworks. And uh, I got to, to one side, and it was like a £10,000 theft of fireworks. And someone took me to one side, and they asked me if I was involved in the heist because I was saying that it was shit to work there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, Wow. Yeah, I've been I've been in some weird trouble a couple of times. Weird trouble. Yeah. Fireworks heist. Didn't expect you to say that. Pedophile gate and fireworks heist. Yeah, yeah. that's mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a heist sounds really cool, doesn't it? Yeah, I was, I was really sad I wasn't involved. Mm. You know what I mean? Nearby. The fireworks heist. Yeah. Yeah, those are good ones. Do you have one, Mrs. Knowledge? Yeah, I, yeah. I am feeling so lame. I can't think of anything. And all I can think about is how I might come across. Like, you know, when Theresa May said the worst thing she ever did was run through a field of wheat. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I never did anything wrong. But once I ran on someone's crops. Oh, I just, I don't know. I, Can I, you help me? I, I think, <laughs> I mean, so she's never been in trouble. No, that is, I mean, I'm sure the sink, I just can't think of anything. I think, actually, <laughs> no, 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 no. You fell down a sand dune. Yeah, is That's that trouble. like the trouble that we're talking about? There? I thought you meant like in trouble with an authoritarian figure. Well, is there a bigger author, like author- authoritative? Authoritative. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Authoritarian figure than nature itself. You fell down in sand. You? Yeah, well, um, I don't know. Again, that's quite a complicated story, isn't it? Well, yeah. basically, I went <sighs> on holiday to Morocco with my best friend um, and we got into a series of japes, to be honest. <laughs> and um, <laughs> just going to be upfront. A, a series of japes. To be honest, that's what happened. And. Um, <laughs> The one time we went to the Sahara Desert on this trip, and it was amazing. But when we got there, we were staying in this um, Berber village. That's what the local people in this part of the Sahara Desert are called. Mm. It was amazing. Uh And we were staying in these tents and stuff. We were sat outside looking up at the stars. And then this guy comes over, and I just, from the the authoritative way that he walked over, I assumed that he was... um, part of our tour and he was Mm -hmm. like oh do you want to come with and uh if we just go over that sand dune then we'll be able to watch the moon come up oh like oh brilliant okay we'd trust you i don't know because there wasn't that many people there we thought he was with the group anyway he was not with the group yeah you're going thank you some guy yeah he was just (laughs) a random man who was trying to do his i don't know i don't know his wicked way manly And, uh, with us and we were just completely naive to it for ages we were just sat there watching trying to wait for the moon to come up and it never really did either 
it was oh really anticlimactic. Anti it rose and it was just like this tiny little dot in the sky and we were like, what is happening? And then as we tried to <laughs> escape and walk back to the camp, we didn't really know our way and we were trying to rush away from this man and I fell down the dune, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> so that's basically the story. Yeah, and it was really dramatic. Oh my god! But obviously, we were like wetting ourselves laughing as well, which just did not help. What down the gym oh as god. you were falling yeah, down the gym? Yeah, definitely. And, and she was at the top, like, come back. Oh really my dramatic. god! Yeah, so that was a interesting. But yeah, with an auto authority figure, I don't feel like that's ever really happened for me. I'm and, Such a goody and that's when I fell down the dune. So it's two very interesting <laughs> stories you know, for that, you there, instead of the actual one that you're asking for. That's, that's um, fantastic. Wow. Wrong button. We wow. need the remote. Oh, oh, it's the <laughs> oh my it god! She's having a fantastic time here. Uh, here we it. are at the Ginger Talks podcast. Here <laughs> with Druid and Mrs. Knowledge. I can't either but unfortunately this is where we have to wrap up because uh, I'm, I'm late so uh, no, worries. no worries so thank you so much Mrs. Knowledge for coming in clutch and uh, is there anything that you would like to promote talk about anything like that well, firstly, thanks so much for having me. I've had a I've had a nice time chatting to you guys. Yeah, um, <laughs> I have. It has been nice. Yeah, it is nice. Um, well, Michael's telling me <laughs> what I should from Druid. <laughs> Druid is Mister Knowledge has been telling me <laughs> what I should promote. Um, and it, I think it's because in future we're hoping to have my friend on who is the squire of. Um, my Morris dancing group that I'm yes. part of um, and it's like an up and coming we're trying to like take it in cool new ways we're like being really creative with it and stuff we're called uh, erstwhile we're on Instagram and stuff like that um, and we do dance outs regularly throughout the year and uh, yeah we're just trying to make it like innovative like it's very traditional dance but we're like trying to bring it and make yeah. it more initiative and fun to watch and stuff like that so um it's really fun to be a part of so i'll say before we go for those that don't understand morris dancing is english traditional dance oh yeah sorry yeah and uh these guys do it in uh a kind of instrument like interesting contemporary yeah, way yeah very dark Slightly very gothic but also way. psychedelic so most people it's picture Morris dancing, they picture the older men in their white shirts with the bells and the hankies, I think is what most people would picture. Right. But mm -hmm. we're just not like that at all. We like we wear all black and we've got our sticks that we smash together and our big boots <laughs> on and stuff like that. So it is a very different vibe to that. So, um, uh, uh, Mrs. Knowledge. Sorry, yeah. Where Mrs. do we Knowledge. find you online? Uh, yeah, so we're on Google. Google it, and it takes you to all the places. We're on Instagram. What do you Google? Erstwhile Border Morris. So Erstwhile. there are different types of Morris dancing, and we are a Border Morris group um, for the count. So Border Morris is from uh, the part of England that 
borders Wales. Okay. Um, and it's its own specific type of Marisansin. Uh, yeah, so we're erstwhile border Maris. Yeah, and we're on, on Instagram and stuff like that. So, Google yeah. it now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's. I've seen videos. It's so cool. Um, oh, thank you. So it is really fun. Well, thank you so much for coming on and coming in clutch. And guys, please go check out the the Instagram and all their socials. It's so cool. Totally worth it, Druid. Freaking love you, man. Thank you so much for uh, recording. Like always. Season four, here we go. And what Let's way to fucking stop. go. Special <laughs> one, special one. Yes. So, so all the best well, tonight. Yes. Thank you so much. And uh listeners, thank you so much uh for season four to our patrons. Thank you so much. There's new updates to the Patreon. Go check it out and exclusive new content there as well. But until then, uh we'll see you in the next episode. Bye guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.